0: You're listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Facing the future, every journey begins with but a small step, and every day is a chance for a new small step in the right direction. Just follow your heart song. That is a poem that was written by Maddie Stepanek when he was six years old. Manny has muscular dystrophy and has published three Volumes of his poetry. Joining us today at the Clinicians Roundtable is Dr. Brenda Wong. Dr. Wong is the director of the Neuromuscular Comprehensive Care Center at Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. She is an associate professor of pediatrics and neurology. And I am Dr. Bill Rutenberg, your host. Today, we are discussing a unique program at the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. Specifically, we will be discussing the neuromuscular diseases with special emphasis on the -the state-of-the-art treatment and economics of effectively treating children with chronic illnesses, especially muscular dystrophy. Greetings, Dr. Wang. I thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Earlier, you told me that we are now rewriting the natural history of a disease and that living with a chronic disease and no longer dying from it has been the mantra that you and your center are following. Tell me what you mean by that.
1: The natural history of Duchenne's has been rewritten over the last 10 years. We do not view it as a terminal disease whereby kids are given a diagnosis of Duchenne's and they sit in death row for 10, 20 years and expect them to die at age 20. They are now living with a chronic disorder. And as such, um, our perspectives have changed we are no longer looking at the approach as a palliative care approach to treating Duchenne muscular dystrophy but more looking at a disorder that has the potential of a treatment that may may cure the disease in the future and therefore with the hope that they are going to live longer, we as health caregivers are obliged to provide optimal care to the best of our ability to keep them having the best quality of life so that these patients can survive and thrive into adulthood and beyond. So it has been um, our passion to really work with these families to achieve that goal of uh, seeing these patients attain even just their goal of entering college. And so that is what keeps us going.
0: You mentioned entering college and adults. What are some of the successes that you have seen?
1: Our young men now um, are now getting into college. We have one young man in in college planning to go to law school. We have a couple who um, actually would joining you, maybe as a broadcast journalist, uh, you know, they they love sports and they they do sports commentator kind of uh, uh, things and DJ kind of work. Um, So I think it's the media that they're studying in college. And I'm aware of an attorney who's practicing in Pittsburgh. And so we no longer view these young men as not moving on to the next phase of their education and, and careers. And and that that's what we all need to look at. And and I think, shall I say, our poster neuromuscular patient is Stephen Hawking, isn't it? Uh, he needs vent support and um, he has uh, weak muscles, but he's contributing a great deal um, still. And so I think some of our, our our boys are able to reach to that higher level of contributing.
0: Obviously, going to college. With muscular dystrophy is not a simple thing to do. Is assistance available? Do they qualify for disability insurance? Uh, is there any protection under the American for Disabilities Act?
1: Yes, um, there are. I think for college, we have been able to work with uh, the university for all the needs that they need, but I can foresee a problem upon graduation. I think that is when they may face um, difficulties in, in, in getting a job with their need for full time aid. So, we really need to look into the future beyond the college. I think we are working fine with the support they have for college, but not beyond. So, a couple of our young men are graduating, and that's what we're working on.
0: With an extended lifespan and knowing that pulmonary and cardiac problems frequently affect adults and even children with Duchenne muscular dystrophy. What treatment options are available to them?
1: With advances in clinical care, especially with technology, I no longer see pulmonary failure and pneumonia as a cause of death or complication if we can provide optimal pulmonary care. And we have been pretty successful here at Cincinnati Children's um, with aggressive airway clearance and non-invasive ventilatory support. With that, in fact, for this past winter, we've not had any admissions for pneumonia, except for one young man who was non-compliant uh, with his follow-up care. So I believe that really the problem that we will encounter in the future would really be the cardiac uh, dysfunction with cardiomyopathy, that short of a cardiac transplant, you know, we would still see that as a cause of death.
0: For those of you who have just joined us, you're listening to ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Bill Rutenberg, and our guest today is Dr. Brenda Wong. Dr. Wong is the director of Neuromuscular Comprehensive Care Center at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. She is an associate professor of pediatrics and neurology. You just mentioned transplantation, cardiac transplantation in I would assume, either older children or adults with muscular dystrophy, Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Has this been done, and do you have any personal experience with it?
1: Yes. We have had the opportunity to transplant a young man with Duchenne muscular dystrophy at age 14. I know there are objections to having Duchenne muscular dystrophy patients on cardiac transplant list, just because everybody has... Perspective that this is a terminal disease, and that they do not come up on the priority list for such transplant. But we have to educate practitioners and people considering, you know, transplant patients um, that again, the natural history has changed. This is a young man that has a milder form of Duchenne's that has responded really, really well to steroids. And at age 14, he behaves like a Becker's muscular dystrophy. We know that Becker's muscular dystrophy patients do get cardiac transplant. And we were fortunate that we have a young man whose motor function is minimally affected following the use of steroids. And we were successful with that transplant just last month. I'm also aware of another transplant patient in Pittsburgh. I hear that young man is no older than our patient and that I think must have been the first patient in this country. So we are now changing, again, the natural history with these two patients. I would like to plead for people to reconsider the management of patients. I think with regards to cardiac transplants, if we look at treating a disease, then we're going to remove Duchenne muscular dystrophy patients from the transplant list totally. But if you're going to treat patients with a disease, i.e., patients with Duchenne, then we need to consider the other factors with that diagnosis, i.e., what is the motor function, what is um, the other aspects of health in relation to Duchenne muscular dystrophy before one can write the patient off and say, and say that you are not a transplant candidate.
0: I think, based on what you're telling me, you must also be optimistic that there is. Something new on the horizon. What is in store for these patients, and what are the new technologies and hoped-for breakthroughs?
1: I I just love talking about that because so much has happened for the last ten years with regards to the advent of molecular genetics and the abilities to find targeted therapies. Let me just um, just discuss two potential research clinical trials that. That I would not even have dreamed of like 10 years ago. One, we mentioned the stop codon mutation in 15% of Duchenne muscular dystrophy patients. Well, there is an oral drug called PTC124 that is currently in clinical trials for that group of patients. That drug, PTC124, enables the patient's stop codon to be read through, meaning you run a stop sign and body can get on to re- to produce the dystrophin. This drug trial has been successful up to the current status right now with regards to a phase 2A study. And we are working with the PTC therapeutics as well as the other centers to push forth for um, further studies in that drug. So if that drug is going to be successful, we are talking about a a targeted therapy for Duchenne muscular dystrophy. The other drug trial that is ongoing in Europe is what we call the exon skipping with antisense oligonucleotides. They are just starting with about 17% of patients that are amenable, Duchenne patients that's amenable to that uh, strategy, where they skip one exon it's a, it's like a genetic aid. so they skip one more exon and convert that mutation from a totally out of frame mutation to an in frame mutation whereby you can read somewhat the message the body can read and produce some protein that means converting like a duchenne phenotype to a backer phenotype and that is ongoing in europe so we're talking about two clinical trials that's ongoing and We also have the Phase 1B or Phase 2 ongoing gene therapy trials with Dr. Jerry Mandel in Ohio State. And so with all these multiple clinical trials that's ongoing, we cannot but just feel that, you know, we're just seeing more light at the end of the tunnel.
0: If a parent has a child with a neuromuscular disorder and would like to be evaluated at your program, is there a way that they should contact you?
1: contact number for the hospital, which is area code 513-636-4222 for neurology, and we would be able to get them in touch with the concierge service, who would then initiate the whole process of the comprehensive evaluation and workup. We'll be pleased to see anybody who has any questions or problems and would like to help in any way.
0: I would like to thank Dr. Brenda Wong, who has been our guest, and we have been discussing muscular dystrophy. I am Dr. Bill Rutenberg. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. I wish you a good day and good health.